church on godliness with contentment. Building the church on godliness with contentment. So I, a few days ago, I was in the office when Tobinko came to visit me. I mean, he came to our workplace. And when I was working with him, he told me one thing. He said, anytime you put on your suit, give thanks to God. Thank God, change the nature of your prayer. And from today, begin to thank God all, and, that's, and he told me, that's what I've been doing these days. Anytime I open my mouth, I thank God. Nothing else flows through me than thanking God. So, I'm talking to you as a brother. And he was talking to me and advising me. Anytime he meets, he advises. Keep thanking God. Wherever and whatever you find yourself, thank God. And that thing has been ringing in my head. And it was upon this that I prepared this message. Godliness in the New Testament is a shorthand for truly living the Christian life. In other words, it is a life of discipleship and following Jesus step by step. So to be godly is to live a life that is emulating Christ. Is to live a life that your life becomes an example for others to follow. And it means that being spiritually fulfilled and content with what you have. So godliness and contentment are like brothers. They work hand in hand. Because if you want to follow Jesus step by step, then wherever he takes you, you don't complain. You're okay. So the primary meaning of contentment is to be independent of one's circumstances. And to depend on your inward fulfillment rather than your outward fulfillment. So to be content means that inwardly you are satisfied, you are okay. So you are not bothered by what is happening by your environment or you are not too concerned about what is happening around you and your mind is focused on Christ. Are you here? Alright, so let's read 1 Timothy chapter 6. 1 Timothy chapter 6. And I want to start from the 1. Then I'll end at 10. 1 Timothy chapter If you give me the, new, the NLT, I'll be glad. All slaves should show full respect for their masters so they will not bring shame on the name of God and his teachings. If the masters are believers, that is no excuse for being disrespectful. Those slaves should work all the harder because their efforts are helping other believers who are well loved. Now, teach these things, Timothy, and encourage everyone to obey. Teach these things, Timothy, and encourage everyone to obey. Now, move on. Some people may contradict our teaching, 
But these are wholesome teachings of the Lord Jesus Christ. These teachings promote godly life. Alright? Teach these things. What should Timothy teach? Teach. Timothy, teach these things. Elders, preach these things. Dickies, teach these things. Tell the church, teach. What are we supposed to teach? Anyone who teaches something different is arrogant and lacks understanding. Such a person has an unhealthy desire to quibble over the meaning of words. This stirs up argument ending in jealousy, division, slander, and evil suspicion. Teach these things. These people always cause trouble. Their minds are corrupt and they have turned their backs on the truth. To them, show of godliness is just a way to become wealthy. Yet, true godliness with contentment, it is a great wealth. Other translations say great gain. Yet, after all, we, now, please listen to this one. This is what the man is saying. Teach. Teach, Timothy. Teach people to know that. After all, we brought nothing with us. And when we came into the world, and we can't take anything with us when we leave. Move on, Theo. Eight. So if we have enough food ah, and clothing, let us be content. But people who long to be rich fall into temptations and are trapped by many foolish and harmful desires that plunge them into ruin and destruction. Ten, for the love of many is the root of all kinds of evil. And some people craving money have wandered away from the faith through faith and pierced themselves with many sorrows. Teach, teach them this. That in this world you came with nothing and nothing you shall take along. Since this principle became my personal principle, I walk with a free heart. Nothing. Ladies and gentlemen, nothing. From the day you were born, you came into hands that you never knew, but you trusted the hands. And you came naked. The day you go, you go naked into hands you don't even know and trust. So from the day you came to the day you go, you will fall into hands you will never know and you never trust. And all of them naked. I was discussing burial and how we do it in Accra with a friend who just visited me from the States. And I was telling him that here, when we finish put you in the casket and we get to the cemetery and we drop you into the, the, the hole or whatever you call it, the grave, thank you. We use stones to hit the casket, destroy the casket. And my friend, oh, why? And I said, why? When we leave it, the next day they'll see the casket. And I said, wow. And I'm saying, wow, I'm not turn out to America. So even the casket that we spend money to buy, it's just for some few hours. Once we get to the grave, we will destroy the casket. Because if you leave the casket at Osu, by the time we get home, 
you'll be lying in the grave alone. So nothing we came to this world with. I want to remind you, sister, the way you walk with your chest high, as if the whole world belongs to you. Nothing in this world. You go empty-handed. So be content with what you have. And the Bible says that if you have food to eat and a place, a cloth to wear, be content. And that's what, the, if you look at the world, if you look at America, if you look at Canada, places that I have been, they have welded their city, their country around this principle. If you go to America, about 90 or 80% of them are in apartments. In apartments. Two bedrooms. Two be when you become rich, they move into what they call some condominium or some condominium. I've never known how to pronounce that word. And it's always three bedrooms with some garage. Then it means that you are, you are a bit wealthy. Otherwise, all oh, the estates and nice houses you see, they're all apartments. And some of the apartments you can't even rent. In New York, you can't rent an apartment in Manhattan. It's very expensive. When your view faces the sea, that one day you can't even pay. But what they have made very easy is food and clothes. That one, you can eat and eat and drink. And they have molded their country around this principle. That in the world, all that you need is what you eat and where to wear and find your place to sleep. So, Be content with your church. Huh? And stop complaining. When I went to this church, they have this. When I went to here, they have this. When as for you, this, and, they, and, and it's, it's different. And I tell them, Church of Pentecost is different. We don't control. We have a way of running the churches. But I'm okay with the Church of Pentecost. Be content with your husband. Be content with your wife. When I was about to marry, a beautiful young lady I was going out with, very, in fact, I've told the youth before, I took her to Polytechnic. I wanted, when my daddy died, then I met this young lady in my hometown. Very beautiful. And as they say, Auntie Wei, but I'm saying, So we started, that time I was in uh, Odoko, um, Awoshi, Emmanuel, now PRWC, Odoko. We went out, ah. Then I realized that she had just finished SS. They didn't have money. A young boy and a, a banker. My salary, 2.5, big money. So I carried a mantle upon my mantle. And I said, I can't, SS too low, at least if you finish poly, fine. So I'll find you a school. I went to Koforidua. My, my friend was the head of one of the institutions. So he looked for the school for me. I paid, I put her in school. Just when she was about to finish and I marry her, and I called her. Miss Otia, what's what? And I remember, I was, when the thing happened, I was holding, was it water? And when I got the water, it fell from my hand. And my cousin Dickiness, I dropped chromotobin. We're all in the house at Awoji. Kwabina, then they threw a for me. 
Are you okay? And I'm saying, I'm okay. you okay? And I was not okay. My heart, gone. But it was when I met my wife, I met her. It took us six months. I married her. Initially, we had issues. I had to struggle from Aqua's time to Swansea. After the marriage got stable, then I understood why God paid her to me. She was the right person I needed to marry. God has to cause something to happen for me to meet her to get me married. Because when she arrived, she started checking my life. My wife is quiet, but she can check when the gun aspect comes up. I lie. Then I realized that, ah, I am content with my wife. God paid you for a purpose. Be content with your wife. And stop coming home at 1 a.m., 2 a.m. She has complained. Ah, you here. There are some men in this auditorium, they are troubling their wives. There are some women in this auditorium troubling their husbands. They are always comparing. As soon as he has a shoe, as soon as Saturday has a shoe, so being a palm shame, you don't know. So being a palm shame, shoe, so being a tomami, you don't know. You don't know how we feed ourselves in the house. You have no idea. And you are making comparisons. Paul said, Timothy, teach the church. Teach the church that they should be content with what you have. That's it. You are married, no child, be content. Thank God every day. Some people are looking for husband, they are not even getting. What are you talking about? Be content. So the Bible says godliness with contentment is great gain. Great gain. Because we are getting to the end of the year. I'm sure a lot of you are taking stock of your life and wondering what is happening. What have I achieved this year? Mine has been a mixed one. From May up to today, I've not had peace of mind. You see me laughing. There are issues I'm resolving in the family. Big, big issues. Some issues I have to end at my time. When you see me and I laugh, I have issues. But I drop the issues when I need to drop them. And I carry them when I need to carry them. When I get to office, I drop all the issues. It's time for office. When I close from office, I carry the house issues. And I go home to think. When it's time to preach, I drop the issues and pray. When it's time to thank God, I thank God. When it's time to preach, I prepare. When I meet you, I need to smile. I smile and I give you encouragement as if I have nothing. I have none. Because what about if I'm not living? What about if I'm not existing by this time? What about if I'm an accident and I have died? What about if I was at Kolebu with some oxygen on me? What about that? And whilst you are alive with breath, breathing, you have to be content with what you have. Sister. Because, do you search for 1 Kings chapter 21 and the one, you will see how discontentment means. Brother, whatever your parents, somebody told me that, and it's true, it's not even, where we were born to, we had no control. Are you here? I was born, Wasa, 
far away Awodua, from Takwa, you continue. Our administrative capital is Takwa. Myself, Tobinko, all of us, we are from there. If you go there, you see houses there. So, Tobinko said, Charlie, and this is about a week ago or two weeks. He called me, he said, Sir, you should be free, pa, Tony. Pursuit our share. Femidia, I hate our Ghana. Aye, and then Yamiasi. And Kayosu and the wine. Sometimes some people are even, they want to come to Accra. Just to Accra. You are in Accra already. You know, sometimes you just need to sit down and take stock, count your blessings, list your blessings. And that's how I got the pharmacy name, listings. I was looking for a name, listing my blessings, counting, they say it's registered. As if counting is registered, I will register listings. I will list my blessings and I'll name them one after the other. Listings, pharmacy, that's where it comes from. Because you cannot have it all. Life is a mix. Today, you are enjoying the next morning something has happened. It is all part of life. Are you here? Nothing has happened. Don't go and take any water. Tomorrow somebody upsets you at work. Tomorrow somebody is put. Why? Paul said, My grace is sufficient. Somebody must press you somewhere to let you stand on your feet. Something must press you. So that you are always alive and alert. So I understand God. All that God does to me every evening, I say, thank you. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. Who am I? So when you come to the realization that God has been good to you, you see, because some of the complaints and some of the talkings you people talk, you offend God. Later on, when he does that thing for you, what will you say? Will you go and reverse your words? And we have known God to be a faithful God. So when you are not content with what you have, you have issues. Now let's look at 1 Kings 21. Now there was a man named Naboth. Please listen to this scripture. You'll be amazed what happens. From Jezreel, who owned a vineyard. Beside the palace of King Ahab of Samaria. So his vineyard or his small farm was closer to the palace of King Ahab. One day, Ahab said to Naboth, since your vineyard is so convenient, a nice one, you trim it nice, and it's very close to me, to my palace, I would like to buy it to use it as my vegetable garden. Ah. Hmm. I will give you a better vineyard in exchange, or if you prefer, I will pay for it. But Nabal replied, the Lord forbid that I should give you the inheritance that was passed down by my ancestors. So Ab went home angry and sullen because of Naboth's answer. The king went to bed with his face to the wall and refused to eat. Can you imagine what discontentment can mean? You are the king of Israel. Everything on the land belongs to you. My small farm. Ah, yeah, be quit to me by my ancestors. Where I have small cocoa, small coconut, small this, small thing I am managing my family with. I should sell it to you so that you use it as vegetables. Can you imagine? The guy says, 
And in Israel, in those days, it was a taboo for you to relinquish a family property that has been given to you. It's a lifetime when you are what we call in law intervivos. When you die, it doesn't belong to you again. It moves on to another person. So whilst you are taking care of it, you cannot. It's like selling the family tree. The man says no. And the king, who is the custodian of all traditions, knows this rule. He knows it. Yet he goes to the young man and says, give it to me. The man says no. And the king went home, not eating. Covetousness. And it be bonny. Now let's move on. What's the matter? His wife Jezebel asked him. What made you so upset that you are not eating? Man was ban in the small fight in the house. You you alone. You are the only man in the head with you go. Your wife is apologizing. You eat. What is wrong with you? What is the matter? I asked Nabal to sell me. Look, look, look at the king. I asked Nabal to sell his meat to Ivan and, and trade for it. But he refused. I have told her. Are you the king of Israel or not? In other words, does the whole land belong to you or not? This statement means two things. It means that aren't you content with what you have? King, are you not okay where God has placed you? It also means that you are the king of Israel, so don't worry. And that's the interpretation Jezebel gave. If I was Ahab, I would have understood it this way. But Jezebel demanded, get up and eat something. And don't worry about it. I will get you Naboth's vineyard. So she wrote letters because of discontentment. Look at where it is going. She now writes letter in the name of the king. Then she seals them with a seal and sent them to officers. In other words, because of discontentment, Jezebel is now stealing the signature of Ahab. What discontentment can do? It can bring about stealing. Because you want to buy a car by force. You have been adding zeros. You are stealing. And you say you are a Christian. Forget it. Because you want to be the person to be praised, you are using all manners of ways, Machiavellian tactics, to steal, to jeopardize, to sit on people's happiness. You are using all manners of tricks to get what you want. God says, I should tell you that, be content with how far he has brought you. So, Elizabeth sees the seal in the bank. The seal is in my uh, 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 locker. And we go there with lock, uh, secret codes. And we only use it for important documents. So for you to get that seal or the embossment, you might have sought the admission or permission of the chief executive officer. And I should have been instructed to release it. And you would have done it right in front of me. Then when I finish, I pick it and put it back. It's not a common thing. So I don't know how Elizabeth, Jezebel got this. Stole it. Use all kinds of things. And this is what's happening in the world today. Most people, they are discontent, putting pressures on themselves. Doing all kinds of manners of things. In order to fulfill societal needs, 
In order to be lifted and be seen, I don't know where you're going. I want to echo you today, Timothy, teach that naked you came and naked you shall depart. And as and when you came, you didn't know who and how you were. You go the same way. So treat your sister well. Treat your brother well. Treat your neighbor well. Stop stealing. Stop doing things hurting people all around. Drop your emotions. Drop your ego. I used to have a big ego. Holy Spirit, I'm grateful. Very, I was very egoistic. For so many years, glory be to God, I have never even quarreled with my wife. So many years. We just flow like that. Anything we say is joke. Anything comment she passes, she passes in a nice way. I also comment and I will laugh. Glory be to God. Some of you married should learn how to take jokes. Abba. Everything is serious in the house. Why? How many years are you spending on this earth? How many years? How old are you? How many years left? Can't you be a bit... Don't pray. Are you the only daddy in this world? Are you the only mommy? You don't have time for even the kids. They can't play with you. They can't even tell you what they want. You are the most serious person ever. Be content with how far God has brought. Let it go. I've told people today, if nothing, even if, if I have to sell, I sort of charcoal to suffer. I will sell. Why? I will sell. What will you do to me? If I got down and I don't have no house and I have to sleep somewhere, and I will only tell my wife and to bear with me, we will sleep. After a baby, yeah, for her, nothing. I asked one person, how the, the food, the, the salary that we get, how much we even spend on ourselves? Have you, have you sat down to realize it? When I go home, now I don't even eat in the evenings. So once I eat heavy lunch, I am done for the day. We am a diamond DBM. So when I get home, I am hungry, I'm going to sleep. What kind of life is that? So this, because of this, you want to be, why? Why? And how much food can you eat? How much meat can you even eat? How much fish can you eat? So I sit there and say, well, you know, when you take your parents and call you, I need this, you do time, mobile transfer. Uh, you do mobile, when you scan in the area, you know, I said, So slow down and throw, let's move on. You listen to what Jezebel did. Oh, you have taken it off. So she wrote letters to all. Send them to the elders and other leaders of the town where Nabot lived. In her letter, she commanded, oh, call the citizens together. Look at these machinations. For fasting and prayer. <laughs> and give Nabot a place of honor. Call for fasting and prayer and elevate Nabot as if he has won a Nobel Prize award. And then sit two scoundrels across him who will accuse him of cursing God and accuse him of cursing God and the king. Ah, machinations, plot behind him. He didn't know. And then take him out, stone him to death. This was the master plan. How to get the vineyard. How to buy a shoe. Look at the way some people are starting. How to steal money to buy a car. 
when I go to the office, first of all, I'll do a requisition. When I do the requisition, it will go here. Then when it comes, I will defend it this way. This is what is happening here. Then when it's finally approved, I'll take the money. When I take, instead of buying the original, I'll buy a fake one. Then I'll get this percentage. I've got 50% of my car money. So, they, because of killing one person, the whole Israel had to fast. Because of a small vineyard, though, the whole Israel had to fast. Then the whole Israel had to pray. I don't know what they were praying about. Then, they elevate Nabot and say that, oh, Nabot, you heard the way here. Why in the camera? So, come and sit on the place of Then, place two liars, Congress. They let them accuse him, and he's serious at that time. When they say you have cursed God and the king, you don't need to live. Lift up your right hand. We are going close Christmas. Every plot against your life that is unknown to you, by the power of this word, we remove it in Jesus' name. Every plot to kill you, to assassinate you, to bring you a disgrace that you do not know, by the power of this word, in the, in the name of Jesus Christ, we take you out. Put your hands down, please. So they plan, and then they move on. So the elders are ah, elders. And other town leaders follow the instruction Jezebel had written in the letters. Because the letters carry weight. It carries your seal of the king. It's like the authority of the king. Then they call for a fast and put Naboth at a prominent place before the people. Naboth, Yekokuno, Tisogwain. The Bible says we are killed every day and we don't die. That's a son of Yekokuna only. Arigawosempa. Then, everything he said, they put the two scoundrels, came across, and they accused Naboth. And he was cursed. And then they killed him. Move on. So now they killed the leader, then went to Jezreel. Naboth has been stoned to death. Go. When Jezebel heard, Jezebel heard the news, she said to Ahab, you know the vineyard Naboth wouldn't sell to you. Well, you have it now. He's dead. So Ahab immediately went down to the vineyard of Naboth to claim it. But the Lord said to Elijah, when I was reading, I said, ah, God, why do you kill this man before you act? The Lord said to Elijah, go down to meet King Ahab of Israel, who rules in Samaria. He will be at Naboth's vineyard in Jezreel, claiming it for himself. Give him the message. This is what the Lord says. Wasn't it enough that you killed Naboth? Must you rob him too? Because you have done this. Dogs, because you have done this. Dogs will lick your blood at very place where they lick the blood of Naboth. So God was now pronouncing judgment. But one thing eh, you, you see. Our God is merciful though. So, when Naboth now sees Elijah come, he says, hey, 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 my enemy. You have found me here too. I have exclaimed to Elijah. Then Elijah answered, I have come because you have sold yourself to what is evil in the Lord. Now, so now the Lord says, I will bring disaster on you and consume you. I will destroy every one of your male descendants, 
slave-free alike anywhere in Israel. Discontentment will bring hardship on you. Because it is only when you crave to have what you should not have that brings about all these things. If you have a clean heart and you live a free flow life, the blessings come free, freely. Let me repeat. If you have a clean life and you live a free flow life, the blessings also come free flowing. Area, thank you. So when you are too materialistic, it brings discontentment. Now, when God had sent this message to Ahab, and this is why one day when I meet God in heaven, I'll find out. I'll ask him, God. Now, when they told Ahab of what he has done, the Bible says that he tore his dress and put on sackcloth, and he had remorseful art. He, he, he regretted doing that. And you know what God said? Hey, God. After killing that man, you have changed your mind because the guy has changed. Then God said that, Elijah, you see what Ahab has done? He has regretted. So you move on. Move it up one. He has regretted. And he, when you go home, just read. So I won't kill him again. I will not do anything to Ahab again. I will now take the judgment and put it on his son. So that all these cases will come to his son. Then I realized that some of the things we even go through, hey, Jesus has done well. why? Some of the things our fathers did. In fact, some of the things they did with us but now we would have been carrying the consequences. But the blood of Jesus takes it away. That's why you are sitting here nicely. Some of the things you have no idea who did it. I know a home, a house in my hometown. That place, the way they die is not good though. Oh, I can count about four of them. One of them was walking on a tall bridge. The River Cobra Bridge. Before somebody pushed him into the bridge. And that was the end. He, he, he was destroyed. Fell on a stone. You can imagine from that level. One of them was waiting for a car to, you know, go in. And then a car from nowhere. Pew! And that's how they die. And I'm sure then somebody did something to, in that family. Somebody stole somebody's land. You are here. You are a land guard. All that you do is to be troubling people. Watch out. Watch out. Your husband, your wife, somebody be closer to you is a land guard. Tormenting people. Taking what does not belong to you. And selling 
I'm living. I buy the land, you sell the land to me. Me too, I'm smart by the Holy Spirit. So I prepared myself, did all my plan, took all my workers to the place. As soon as I paid them, we started working. They had their own plan. So when we started working, the chief said, hey, but you, you, won't let, you won't even come tomorrow. I said, chief, in this Accra, I have started work. That night, they brought around 12 a.m., they brought four malams on the land, on the corners. They put something there, put something there, put something there, put something there. They did all the Yankuma day and went away. Then somebody saw them when I came there. When I was about to go to the land, that's what they, hey, stop, 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 don't enter the land. The person comes with me, this is what I saw in the night on your land. And I said, did they do that? I said, oh, don't worry, nothing will happen. Hey, hey, I said, ah, ah, didn't we pray before we started? He said, we prayed. I am an elder of the Church of Pentecost. If these people succeed, I'll stop church. Then we started building. They realized that the job was not stopping. They came again. They didn't stop. They came again. Three times, it was not working. Spiritual, they have lost. Then they came physically. As I said, I'm a Tom, I'm a Nimu Holika Christ, I'm a Chatom. Oh, now I become a Nyabri. Discontentment. Then the guy calls me. They want to sell your land. So I was so fed up. One trouble made I got as the Holy Spirit. I am fed up. Look at me. I can't go to court. I don't even have time. From today, I don't want to hear anybody on the land. I made declaration this night. On that land, let angels watch over that land. I will build and move in. As I speak to you, I have built. I have moved in. Be content with what you have. I'm ending the message. I brought a very simple message. If you read, let me finish that scripture and I'll go. Philippians chapter 4. I love that one. I'll end it with that and then I'll go and sit down. Philippians chapter 4. 10. Philippians chapter 4, 10 to 14. Listen to Paul. Listen to this. Fantastic word. Now I praise the Lord that you are concerned about me again. I know you have always been concerned for me, but you didn't have the chance to help. Now listen to the 11. Now that I was ever in need, for I have learned how to be content with whatever I have. I know how to live almost nothing to be abased or with everything that is to be, if I don't have. I have learned the secret of living in every situation, whether it is with full stomach or empty with plenty or little, I have learned how to live like that. My God. Today, the take home is that I have learned how to be abased or abound. I have learned to have to use many and to use nothing. I have learned to go hungry and to be full. The fact that I have two dresses doesn't mean that I should give myself to any man. Are you hearing me? The fact that you don't have any shoe or your shoes are one doesn't mean you should perpetuate any ungodly act. Live a godly life. Live a righteous life. Be content with what you have and God will visit you. God bless you.